At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. And uh, welcome as we continue the Listener Appreciation Month here on Pod on Pod. Just keeping on rolling. That's right. With Dog Thoughts, the Dog Thoughts podcast. That's the show that we're reviewing today. Every week on Pod on Pod, we review a different podcast so that you don't have to. We try to tell you whether it's uh, the right show for you. And this month, we're doing two podcasts every week. But today we're discussing a great show from Eric Schiller and Ke- At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Kelly Hill, that's the uh, two hosts of the uh, of the show here. And Eric, I believe, is a member of Olio. He's a band member. Did you hear him talking about that on one of the episodes you listened? Yes, I heard them talk about Olio. I don't know if he's a band member or like a manager or... But it was Eric that was connected to the band, right? Not Kelly? Mm. Mm, It's a toss-up. There you go. It's one of those things. What we do is we listen to three episodes of a show because if you don't listen to at least three, I don't think you've got a good grasp on where that show's coming from or or whether or not it's for you. This is one of the rare times when I listen to three in a row. I listen to 24... 26 and 25. I listened to them in that order. I didn't listen to them in consecutive order, but I listened to three consecutive podcasts. I didn't listen to three in a row or in a row. Mm. Do you remember which which episode you heard? I listened to the first episode uh, of this show. Uh, I told you I think I'm, I'm. it's a new thing I'm trying to do. I listened to the first episode. I listened to episode 19 brought to you by Guinness an episode, I want to say, 26 uh, Gremlins. Nice. I listened to the Gremlins episode, I, too. I thought you would. So, first of all, what we do on Pot on Pot is we break a show down through four criteria. We talk about audio quality, host likability, production values, and the content itself. Let's give you a little overview about what this show is. We've done a lot of shows, I feel like, that have a similar vibe to Dog Thoughts. It's kind of... Two buddies talking about the world's events. Sometimes they talk about news items. Sometimes they have segments that they try to bring into it. But it seems to me like our original show, like I'm trying to think of another specific show that was like the Martha and Eric podcast, even though yeah, that's got a, a video game bent. It's, a, it's, it's two a, buddies spending time with each other. It's a chat show. Yeah, absolutely. It's a chat cast. 
And and as far as guys go uh, to be chatting for an hour, these are two pretty amiable guys. Well, I felt like there's definitely the uh, the through line of music. Yes, um, yeah, that's the, the shows. as the Martha and Eric podcast leans towards With video games. games right. This is a, a show that leans towards music. Let's let's go ahead and start breaking it down. Let's talk about audio quality first, because that was one issue that I had with the show. I tried to listen to several earlier episodes. I tried to skip around more, but what happened was it seemed like every episode that I chose seemed to have some serious audio issues. I like there were a couple that. They weren't recorded very well or they weren't mixed very well. Um, and, and so instead of getting bogged down in that, I just found another one. I said, this is obviously an anomaly, and I found three that that sounded good. Well, I think they um, they do all of this themselves, number one. Yes. Right? They don't have a producer doing it. They do it all of themselves. But I feel like it's pretty heavily edited. Uh, especially when we listen to the first episode, they talk about that they've re- they recorded uh, a couple of things before they even got to the first episode, before they even posted anything. I think a lot of people do that actually when yeah, they start t- a show. They like th- throw away a few. What well, it's uh, man, it's a learning curve, man. If you've never done it, even if you've been in the audio business in some capacity, it's a different kind of creature, man. I'll say this. The episodes that I listened to, all the way through anyway, they didn't have any audio issues or, or weren't any serious issues. They were they were pretty good, as a matter of fact. The mixes in particular were, were pretty good. I don't want to like the songs that are mixed into the middle, and we're going to get to that in a second with production values. But Eric does it really well, and I'm I'm guessing here, but I think that Eric's the one that's editing the show. That's the way it felt to me. Don't Doesn't it to you? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on to production values then. They take a break between the segments. We talked about this last week with the Bionic broadcast. We talked about this several weeks ago when we talked about the Sclarbro uh, Country, Sclarbro County show. Right. I don't understand it. If you're not, I mean, in their case, I do understand it because at least the music is sort of part of the deal. They're telling you about the music sometimes. But in these cases, in this guy's cases, they even use like. They use like music that you know. Music I know they didn't get permission to use. Oh, well, and they even mentioned that in one of the uh, the uh, the episodes, and they talk about how um, you know how they they're wondering if they're ever going to get sued, and then how if the music's going, they have to keep talking over it. Yes. Now I'll say this: in the second half of the show, they do the music picks, and again, I did not want to like this because I don't. I don't listen to any music podcasts, and I actually – you and I have discussed this off air. It's kind of a shortcoming of mine, and I want to review some eventually, but we might have to do like several in one episode or something because I don't – it's not my forte. It's not my genre, and so it's not what I'm looking for in, in podcasting generally. They did it really well. I like the points that they would bring up about the band – they would like they'd play a little snippet of a song and it was a well chosen song as far as like representative of the album but also they would have like some biographical information about the band to mention or like this is their seventh studio album and a lot of people think they were past their prime with the fourth one but this is a return to form or something like that you know i enjoyed it uh, here's kind of my thought on it i number one i feel like these guys love music and are passionate about it which is great so i would suggest uh, number one this is their first podcast I don't think this is going to be their only, and I don't think that this is going to be the the vehicle that continues with them. And I think they should come up with a strategy or a framework 
for a show that's much more immersive in music. Go harder into the niche. Yeah. Don't let the niche be a piece of your right. thing. Make the niche your thing. Yes. Yeah. That, I, I, hey, look, it's sort of what we did. I mean, we didn't – this show was not part of our first show, but we had a silly – comedy was the idea the two of us just hanging out in a room spending time together once a week and that was fun for you and me but it wasn't ever going anywhere and for most people it wasn't ever going to be that useful this we hope and it seems to have bared out that a lot of people can take something from it and benefit from it and enjoy it we'll see that's the goal anyway i think and i think these guys are capable of something like that too absolutely i'll say this the way that they used the music so that i liked it in spite of myself reminded me a lot of the faculty of horror and the way that they use the, the movie, movie clips, clips. like yeah. it's perfect and it's you don't you might not want to like it or think that that's what you want in a podcast but they do it so well it's it's what you want you know? yeah so it doesn't it doesn't bother me one way or the other the way that they do the the music into the show because to me, it's just the way that you do that thing, right? So, like, if you if you order a pepperoni pizza from Domino's, right, and you open up, you're going to go, hey, that's a pepperoni pizza. If you order a pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut, you're going to open up and go, oh, that's a pepperoni pizza, right? Like, doing the music the way that they do, it's nothing unique. It's just the way that you do it. I guess. Maybe I just don't listen to anybody doing that, which is weird for a DJ. <laughs> I, I'm not talking about using... Talking about the music the, the way that they do, but using it for breaks and oh, I got you. and I, things like that. I understand their their use of the audio in it is uh, yeah. Let's move over to host likability. So we're talking about Eric and we're talking about Kelly, uh, the two guys behind the Dog Thoughts podcast. Eric, he has some corny jokes. The hosts are my favorite part of the show. The hosts, yeah. Oh, okay, the the host likability for Eric and and Kelly. You mean both of these guys are your favorite part of this show? I understand. Yeah. I, I'll say this about uh, Eric: I think he's a little too fond of himself. So am I. Um, that's mostly what I realized in these three episodes. I, it, you and I said this sort of about the the Martha and Eric show way back when, in that it reminded of us of our first show and the the yeah. road that we took. I realized like a lot of the things that people probably don't like about me that don't like to listen to my shows or listen to me once and they're like, I don't ever want to hear him again. They probably think the same thing about this guy. And the things that I was thinking as I didn't like it in the first episode or the second episode was that way. By the third episode, I was fine with him. I think if you like me, you're going to like this guy because he's just me from California with a slightly higher voice. That's what it felt like to me. All right. I didn't get that, but sure. All right. Um, Kelly, I like better, but... It's like we talked about with the Weekly Planet podcast. The co-host is yeah, it's more easy. likable. It's yeah. easy to like the other guy. Yep, which which really is a compliment to the straight man. Why? Oh, that he's doing his job perfectly. Right. Yes, he's he's too down the middle. They're they're doing their job enough that you notice the other guy. We've got content on here as a separate area. I'm trying to think if I have anything else to add. We've sort of loosely talked about it as we've gone through all well, the it's different It's kind areas. of a um, – here's one thing I didn't like uh, like about the uh, the content. And there's several pod- podcasts that I think may not realize that this is an issue and should and should probably put more th- forethought into it whenever they come up with a concept of, of a show. It's real hard to go back and listen to a back library of a show that's almost strictly topical. Mm. Very hard. Uh, like going back and listening to them talk about um, the Oscars. Like I listened to it because it was part of the assignment. 
right? And I was trying to, you know, I was trying to get the assignment done. But you're also trying to like take the time to put yourself in that frame of mind. Like what, what was going on? What did I think about those Oscars, et cetera, et cetera. The average listener is not going to do that. Yeah. It just like, I I wouldn't have listened to it if, if it wasn't part of the assignment is what I'm saying. And and it's just, and that's just an issue that it's not only an issue with dog thoughts, uh, but there's several podcasts, especially ones that are independent, I guess, that haven't, haven't thought of that. That your back library is definitely a resource for you, and whenever you don't utilize that resource, uh, it, it it'll turn off some listeners. That's a that's a very that's a very good point. Or even if it doesn't turn off listeners, it at least will catch you less. As, yeah. Oh, like yeah. The idea is if you have an evergreen catalog, uh, you know a lot of people talk about the idea of the long tail. Well, if your long tail is so topical that it's less and less relevant as days go by, as right. weeks go by, and you don't have a long tail, your tail is shortened. That's a very good point. Very insightful. Look at you. I'm impressed uh, by my co-host there. <laughs> All right. Well, after we uh, talk about uh, the show itself and we break down the four categories, content, host likability, production values, and audio quality, we like to talk about our favorite moments in a show. One of my favorite moments came from the episode Siri as an Accomplice. I, I I figured you'd listen to that show as well, so I didn't. Okay, well, there, so this show started off badly in the Apple variety because the first episode I listened to, the opening segment was them talking about the iPhone 6 and Apple Watch announcements. I think that was the Gremlins episode, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They made my blood boil. Like you, you, I thought they would. They were so wrong on so many things. First of all, like factually wrong about a lot of things. Righteous indignation. They banged on Apple a lot. I I understand how you felt when the Sick and Wrong podcast made fun of Android listeners. So like I I understood all of a sudden. But after that though, later on they told this story about Siri in a in a different episode. They did the Siri as accomplice episode. It was. Amazing. So there's this Florida murder, and after the person kills the other person, they ask Siri, like, how to hide a body, or where can I hide a body? Siri is built in with some jokes, answers to this, and here's a waste disposal place, and here's a graveyard, and here's a swamp, and, you know, whatever. So when the person was found... The police subpoenaed the phone. They looked on the phone. They found all of this information through Siri. And not just Siri, but through the general, like, the location of the phone, all the places the phone had been on the person while they were killing the person and then hiding the body, et cetera, et cetera. So that whole story, the idea of Siri being the the thing that gave this murderer away, I thought that was pretty awesome. I had not heard that story. Can't tell Siri anything. <laughs> yeah, seriously. My other favorite moment, and this came later, they were talking about the Ice Bucket Challenge and then how the Ice Bucket Challenge had turned into, okay, this guy poured money on his head to raise awareness about like income inequality, and this guy poured uh, rubble on his head to raise awareness about you know, whatever. And this guy poured toilet water on his head because he was raising awareness about uh, clean water supplies in Africa, et cetera, et cetera. And, and one of them asked the question, is this going to be the new form of awareness? No more pink ribbons now. We're just going to pour buckets of stuff on our head. That's how we're going to know. I agree with that 100%. The ice bucket challenge, I didn't want to be a nincompoop, not a nincompoop, but like a, a spoil sport or whatever. But like I was like, just stop it already. Donate money. Didn't you do the ice bucket challenge? No, I did not. Mm, no, no, I didn't. I believe you. I believe you. Not a chance. I, I was you. not involved. I donated. I believe I you. I did not challenge anyone, and I poured nothing on my head. 
my favorite part of the show is, man, I love the flogging mollies, and I love that they start out their St. Patrick's Day with them. Yeah, the flogging mollies are really good. Uh, I did not listen to that episode. Yeah, it was fantastic. That was something like it, the interstitial music. The times when it was songs that I really like, then I didn't mind it at all. The times when it was songs that I that I don't care for, I was like, "Why do they do this? This is stupid." <laughs> you know. So it's like one of those things that's just very subjective. I think. All right, you got any alternate titles for this show? Blatherings. <laughs> I think it's perfect, man. I think it's perfect. If I did another show, that's what I would call it. Blatherings? Blatherings. Uh, how about mm, uh, mumblings and then music? No, you know what? I, no. No, here's – actually, one of the things that I, that I really enjoyed about the show, I always like it when I come across hosts that speak well, that I, that are nice to the ear, that I enjoy listening yeah, to. Pleasant voices. Very pleasant because it's something that I don't have. I just don't. <laughs> I don't think yours is unpleasant. Don't chase anybody away. Don't no, point it out. No, but I'm, <laughs> if like they somebody's can, somebody's like, you know what? It's not pleasant. <laughs> Stop playing can, it. Immediately. It's not like I I uh, I don't enunciate uh, well. Uh, I have a you don't you don't pronunciate very well either. <laughs> exactly. I don't. Uh, my diction is terrible. Uh, and I have a I have a pretty big diphthong. Uh, pretty big diphthong would not be a bad title for this or any other podcast for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but these guys, these guys sound they've they've got great voices. I en- I enjoyed that part of it. So I wouldn't use uh, I wouldn't use mumble. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, let's go ahead and write this puppy, uh, or I should say, dog. Because, you know, it's Dog Thoughts Podcast. Uh, that's what we're talking about. We like to rate a show out of earbuds in, not stars, not thumbs up. We give it one or two earbuds, maybe zero if it's uh, not your cup of tea. You want to start this week? Uh, sure. But I would like to once again go over my philosophy when it comes to ratings. I think that's fair. Okay. If I give a show two earbuds, man, it means I'm subscribed and I'm listening to every new episode, if not going back and listening to the backlog. A one and a half is a show that I enjoy, but I think others will find more value in it and enjoy it more than I will. A one is, yeah, I can see why these guys are putting out content. A pretty good show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, May not be my cup of tea, may not be your cup of tea, but there's value there. A half earbud is a is a show that I loathe. <laughs> if it, if you if a show has a half earbud, it's my bottom of the list shows. The reason I give it a half is because I want them to know I listen to their crap. You want to make sure that it's clear this was not a non-cast ballot. Yes. Yeah. And a zero is kind of that. Is I I don't even care. Uh, it's not bad. It's not good. You are you're neither neither hot nor cold. You no. are lukewarm, and therefore I will spit you out. It is a show that makes me excited in not a way. All right. Well, on that on that like wonderful, it's a show that I'm not going to listen to again, and I'm probably not going to suggest on that colorful spectrum that you've just laid out yes. for us. Where does Dog Thoughts Podcast fall? It's a zero. A zero. Yeah, man. Not a terrible show. Not a show you hate. Just not a show. That was built for you. In no, again, way. I like the guys, and I and I 
I, I hope they continue pursuing podcasting. Are you, are you going to give them the Emperor Palpatine? We'll follow your career with vast interest. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think that the show that they're currently doing is going to be a learning show for them. And ultimately, something different will come out of it. Uh, and that's kind of the show that I want to hear. You know, I, I wasn't thinking along those lines, but uh, you make the case for it pretty nicely there. And I, I do think that these guys are both talented in their own way. I think they got a lot of uh, things right already, and, and I think they could be on their road to something much better. I agree with you. Um, I'm going to give it uh, a one, Earbud. I, I don't I don't love it. I'm probably not going to stay subscribed to this show. I did think of a couple of people that might like it that, that I think, you know, this is one of those shows that I might mention is like, hey, you could check this one out. I like, I don't know about you, I like shows that I can be first on in my group of friends. I like a show when someone when someone I know finally gets into podcasts and they come and they say, hey, what podcast do you listen to? I like having at least one that I'm pretty sure they'll like that no one else they know has listened to. Like if we're going to be the podcast guys, I like having that bank. And this one is one of those sort of deep cuts that I'll have for a few different people as they come into podcasting, I'll be like, you know what you could check out is this show. I would have to do a serious survey before I suggested this one. <laughs> you have to triangulate some demographic yes. information. Yes. All right. Hey, uh, uh, terrible transition here. But speaking of demographic information, if you want to help us out um, to find some sponsors in the future, we're looking to try to make more and better content for you all the time. And part of that is bringing on sponsors to help us, uh, you know, pay the bills around this uh, this place. So you can do that by filling out a survey. Uh, it's quick and painless, I promise, at podonpod.com. You can find links there under each individual episode. Or you can go directly to survey.libsyn.com slash podonpod. And one more thing before we wrap up this episode. I want to say a big thank you to a fellow named Leonardo. Leonardo, Leonardo Chacon wrote us the other night. I thought this was so cool. It's our first international email, and so I wanted to share. And he sounds like he's in the mafia. He he does sound like a like a bad a, doesn't he? Leonardo Chacon. He says, "I'm Leonardo from Venezuela. I recently heard about your podcast after you were mentioned uh, by the Weekly Planet podcast. Which, by the way, we should say thank you to those guys. That was very nice. Uh, I really liked your show. I've been trying to get into podcasts, but I really didn't know where to begin since currently I only listen to the Weekly Planet. So I just wanted to thank you for giving me wow, an idea. That's a, that's a weird one. How do you? How does that become the? I, he that, was reading. He's reading comicbookmovies.com. He's reading the website, and mm, they're promoting yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, "Oh, I would like to listen to this episode of whatever they promoted." Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm word. not saying it's not a show worth listening to, but how that show becomes a first is kind of yeah, it is like interesting to expect. Uh, he says, "So I just wanted to thank you for giving me an idea of what I could listen to." What else I could listen to, starting with The Indoor Kids. It's a good show, man. Yeah. So all in all, you guys keep doing an amazing job. Thanks again, Leonardo. P.S. Your intro song is pretty amazing. <laughs> yes, it is, Leonardo. Yes, it is. And I hope you enjoyed uh, last Wednesday's episode featuring Adam Dale. I've had so many comments on that show already, by the way. It's only been out like a day. A lot of people are really excited about it, though. So uh, we're glad that you are, and we hope you enjoyed this episode as well. We hope you're looking forward to the next episode when we review The Art of Manliness. <laughs> I don't think that's what this podcast is about at all, oh, Joshua. there's an episode on it. Uh, do you have anything else to add on this week's episode? I'm solid. All right. For this week, I'm Josh. And I have a long drive home. No.
Pod on Pod is a proud member of the Procast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com. For more great podcasts from the Procast Network, check out Movie Buzzed. Every week, your host, Zach, and some special guests review a new film. It's time for good friends, a great movie, and a good buzz. The Pod on Pod theme song was written and produced by Adam Dale. You can find more information about him on our website, as well as links to his forthcoming album, Cats and Dogs. Our musical guest this week is Shadows of Birds.
at the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes.